We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Hello, Sashir. Hello, Nicole. How are you? <laughs> yes, you better give me a cough. Ooh, ooh. We have COVID. We have COVID. Coronavirus. <laughs> what is this, 2020? Uh, <laughs> I know. A real blast from the past. Truly. Who does that? I don't know. It's so wild. Uh, it's very upsetting. I mm. don't like it. I woke yeah. up this morning and my eyeballs hurt. That's mm. a new one. That is a new one. I've not experienced that. Yeah. It like they did not want to open. And I was like, oh, my goodness, what's happening? And I was like, oh, um, I wanted to put like a little eye mask on. Like, you know, those ones that you put in the freezer. But I mm. didn't have one. Can order one mm, from the Internet or from the store. They're probably like, at CVS or something. Oh, you think? Or Whole Foods or... Yeah. That's okay. Also, my eyes were leaking all last night. <laughs> like watering or leaking some other kind of fluid? I woke up with crusties around my eyes. <sighs> so like like white crust. So I was like, was I crying in my sleep? <laughs> oh, no. Woo-hoo! <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you felt like this. But at one point last night, so, okay, we were together for 14 days. Mm -hmm. And this, like, last night at, like, I don't know, midnight, I was like, huh, I wonder what Sashir's doing. I wonder if she misses me. Oh. I wonder. Did you? Yeah, I was dead asleep at midnight. But oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I was, I was dreaming real hard about how much I missed you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just like had someone to talk to all yeah. the time. Yeah. And then I just have Clyde, who's great, but he doesn't talk back no matter how often or how much I ask him to. I mean, you can still get him those little buttons and he can talk back. Well, I, our friend Tessa told me that that dog who speaks with buttons now has depression because oh, yes. it knows too much and this it figured out what its uh, reflection was in the mirror. And now get sad because he's like, why am I a dog? <laughs> and I don't want Clyde to know he's a dog. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I don't want him to be depressed. No way. Yeah. It was a great 14 days. I had a nice time. What was your favorite part of Africa? Um, yes, we went to South Africa. And what was my favorite part? Mm -mm. Hmm. Maybe the train. Mm-hmm. We took the Rovos Rail, and it was like a five-day, four-night trip from Zimbabwe. No, from Pretoria to Victoria Falls, mm -hmm. going through Zimbabwe. And, uh, yeah, it was just, like, old-timey and cute and mm -hmm. quaint, and we got dressed up for the dinners, and you were encouraged to, like, make friends, and we actually made friends with people. We did. 
I like before we left, I was like, Sashir, I want to make international friends. Like <laughs> Mateo has friends in Rome and we have other friends who have friends in different places. And I was like, let's make international friends. And we made friends and they live in Connecticut. And I was like, I cannot believe we traveled 20 hours to Africa to meet people from Connecticut. But they're really wonderful and I really like them. And they instantly started roasting me. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, I love And that. I liked that. I was like, ooh, okay. These people are fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, the train was probably like... Yeah, I, 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 in my older age, I'm liking trains more and more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to the point where you're like, when I have my own train company. <laughs> when I do my own train company, I'm gonna do it differently. <laughs> um, I, my, I really like the train. I really loved sleeping on the train yeah. because I never went to sleepaway camp, and it felt like sleepaway camp. Yeah, yeah, it, it is like. Everyone get to your bunks. <laughs> yeah. And I really enjoyed dressing up every night for dinner because I felt like, what is everyone wearing? Who's mm -hmm. wearing what? And we were the best dressed of the whole train. I, I think we won the award of best dressed passengers. <laughs> That's what I think we won. Yeah, I agree. We kept trying to get awards for our travel. <laughs> like <laughs> Best listener on the bus. Best, <laughs> best passenger on the plane. <laughs> best. Um, and I think we won all of them. I consistently won best listener on the bus. You did. Because people don't listen to the bus driver. Mm -hmm. And I felt, I was like, well, I'll respond. I'll get. <laughs> it would be funny because we'd be like in a passenger van going from like point A to point B. And then the driver would just be like either giving a tour or, or like asking <laughs> questions. And then you'd be the only one just like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, no, mm -hmm. it is hot. <laughs> well, I just didn't want them talking to nobody. Like it just, it, mm. it was making me sad. So I was like, okay, I'll respond. Um, and then sometimes I got too sassy. Like one of the bus drivers was like, how did you, how do you find Africa? And I heard, how did you find Africa? And I was like, well, I sit at home and look at my globe. <laughs> and you were like, no, how do you like Africa? And I was like, oh, no. And I was humiliated. It was very funny. Oh, it was so embarrassing. My favorite part, I have told you several times. Okay, so we did this thing in Victoria Falls called the Devil's Pool. Now, all they tell you about the Devil's Pool is you get to sit in a waterfall. That's so exciting. And we had been sitting for five days on a train and nobody told us that we needed to become Michael Phelps mm -hmm. and fucking uh, uh, parkour people because you have to walk sideways on the slipperiest, most jagged rocks. Also, they were like, you guys could get water shoes if you want. And I was like, mm, I don't know. And then I was like, well, I'm wearing sneakers and apparently we're going in water. I'll get water shoes. So all the black water shoes didn't fit me. So this lady handed me a red pair of uh, Crocs. And I was like, oh, yeah, these fit. I'll put them in sport mode. And they were the only pair of red Crocs. So I was like, I've been anointed. And then <laughs> we trapeze over these rocks with like a, a nice white family. Hmm. And we you go over so many rocks. And then you swim against a current. The mm -hmm. strongest current I've ever been in. Mm -hmm. And I was winded. And then Sashir emerged, a different human. Her eyes were big. Her teeth were bared. And she was like... <gasps> <laughs> well, they were, at the beginning, they were like... First of all, they never said you had to swim at all. I don't think it was on the brochure. I don't think... They didn't no. listen in the orientation. They're nope. like... When you get to the falls, they're like... You guys can swim, right? <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. Like, I was like, I'm assuming they mean comfortable in the water. <laughs> like, you can, like, handle yourself in the water. I didn't know I was, like, freestyle swimming <laughs> like, against a current. <laughs> against the current in the one of the largest waterfalls in the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then you have to swim against two different currents mm -hmm. and then climb up more rocks mm -hmm. and then, like, boot scoot down into the fall and we were with this nice lady from africa i think she was from zimbabwe and she had heard about it and she had never done it so she came alone because she's brave 
She told them, I absolutely cannot swim. So she held on to a man's back and he swam her out there. Mm -hmm. And then you take pictures at the edge of the waterfall. And the way they hold you from not going over is they literally hold your legs. That's it. You just trust two men to hold your legs over the biggest waterfall, one of the biggest waterfalls in the world. Mm -hmm. And this woman was so brave and brazen and was taking pictures. She was Mm -hmm. out there. I was like, if she moves the wrong way, this lady's done for. Yeah, she was twisting and turning and posing all over the place. And I was like, I cannot believe she's doing that. (laughs) Also, fish bite your legs. And then they tell you to keep your legs down. But then you want to raise them because there's fish biting them. (laughs) They're like, ignore it, ignore it. I'm like, I'm consistently getting bit right now. Um, But that was my absolute favorite. Watching Sashir slowly descend into madness was really incredible. But I kept telling you you were doing a good job because you were doing a really, really, really great job. Thank you. Um, and then we took our pictures. And then at one point, Sashir was like, I've had enough. All of her teeth were out. And <laughs> well, they were also like, they kept telling me when I was doing my individual picture, like they're like, get closer to the edge. And I was like, are you crazy? No. And they're like, no, like get closer to the edge. It's fine. And I was like, it's not. And I was like, there's like pictures of me screaming, <laughs> like, like in peril. And then, and then they're like, okay, go on your back. And I'm like, okay. And I look so uncomfortable. <laughs> All of the pictures are my absolute favorite. It was very much a Nicole activity and everyone, everyone was like, we should all, we should leave. We got to get out of here. But I was like, we can't just sit here for a while. And just like, there was two rainbows. There was Mm -hmm. so much water. It was one of the most, I know this is going to sound insane. It was one of the most serene I felt in a very long time. Mm. Um, I think water just really makes me feel good. Um, And I didn't feel like, I was like, I'm not in danger. These people aren't going to let us die. That would be bad for business. Um, you know, <laughs> they put a stain on their track record. It really would. Cause they said nobody's died, even though you sign a thing before you go, that if you die, you can't sue them or nothing like that. And you have to give them their email. And I was like, what are you going to email me that I'm dead? Like <laughs> what? <laughs> Whoops. You didn't make it back. <laughs> um, and then when we had to swim back again, it's against the current. Uh, this man pointed at Sashir and went, you, <laughs> you come forward. She is the weakest swimmer <laughs> in front of everyone. In front of everybody. He's and like, I just went, Sashir, you won something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you don't have to say it in front of everybody. And what did that man say to you when we were walking back? Oh, my God. He like looked at me and he was like, don't you do sports? <laughs> This is one of the guides who work there. <laughs> I guess implying like I look like I should be more fit than I am. And I was like, wow. Well, I'm not. <laughs> I do Pilates. That doesn't require a lot of cardio. <laughs> and then at one point, before we swam against the last current, Sashir said, I'm done. I don't want to do this. We're in the middle of a waterfall. We're in the middle, middle. I was not not close to being dead. I swam halfway and I was like, well, you guys have to figure out how to get me out of here. I don't want to do this anymore. It was then, so funny. And then I guess and also I was like, why can't I get the treatment like the other lady? She I want to ride somebody's back. <laughs> I give up. And I think they were like, Well, we have seen that you can swim, so you have to finish. And I'm like, I don't want to anymore. I don't ha- and I was saying this out loud I was like I don't have confidence in my swimming anymore <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore and then there was also a rope that I saw <laughs> at the end that went from like one point A to point B and a whole group of people were using the rope before we got in to exit so I was like oh that's how we'll exit and they were like no you gotta swim again and I was like mm-hmm. but why can't I use the rope and the guy just laughed at me <laughs> also I was like bring back profiling Somebody should have pointed at me and been like, you are fat. Can you do you think you can accomplish this? And then I would have thought twice about doing it. But they looked at this big fat body and said, she'll she'll do it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, point out the fatties and ask them how active they are. Bring back profile. (laughs) I couldn't believe because I was winded by the end. I was like, this was a lot. And then it was like, what if I was too fat and couldn't do it? 
uh, those I don't think any of those men were strong enough to swim with me on their back. Yeah. Against a current. That's that's a lot of weight. I don't know. I don't know what they do in those circumstances. Maybe they would have let us use the rope if I was like, I'm too fat. Uh, let me get on your back. And they'd be like, no, ma'am, you certainly will not. Yeah. Well, you should have done that for all of us. <laughs> well, I really, I, I was having fun. Yeah. Um, and then we get back and I gave the shoes I rented back to the woman and she was like, these aren't your shoes. And I was like, no, I rented them. She was like, these are someone's shoes. And I was like, what? She's like, you took someone's shoes. <laughs> they rented me someone's shoes that <laughs> they left to go. <laughs> It's really funny you pay to wear someone else's shoes. I paid to stick my naked foot in somebody else's croc. Ew. That I stretched out a little because I had to put them in sport mode so they wouldn't fall off my feet. And I was wondering why they had a singular pair of red crocs for the anointed. And Mm -hmm. turns out it was just a mistake and I'm not anointed. (laughs) You're a thief. (laughs) But after we were done, I was like, Sashir? I think I'm going to move to Zimbabwe during the low season, get a job as a tour guide and like go stay at Victoria Falls all day, every day. Um, And I told this to my friend Evan and he was like, when you don't have COVID in your home for a little bit and your life picks up again, sleep on it. And I was like, oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. but in my heart of hearts, I really want to. I really want to be a Victoria Falls. I really tour guide. do. I do <laughs> on the Zambia side. So I guess I'd have to move to Zambia, mm-hmm. not Zimbabwe. <laughs> yes. Or I could do crossing the border every day, which is which the most loved. hectic thing in the world. <laughs> there was two people working. All they do is stamp your passport, but it takes so long, yeah. and there's so many people, and there's no de- there's no definitive lines. Nowhere in Africa. Is there mm-hmm. one line? There's mm-hmm. hundreds of different lines and you can cut the lines if you want and nobody will say anything. <laughs> yeah, it did feel like the whole trip. It was like no rules. There's really never any rules anywhere. No. And then I, I, I used this at the airport when we were leaving Kenya. I was like, we're not diplomats, but this line shorter. And sure mm-hmm. enough, we, we got <laughs> we our passports. Went, we went through the United Nations <laughs> diplomats line and they didn't care. They didn't give two shits. And I was like, you know, I kind of like this. Um, but yeah, that was my I, ugh, I if I could go back there, if I could snap my fingers and be sitting in that waterfall, I would. I mm-hmm. loved it so much. Yeah. Well, I'm glad. Oh, thank you. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org slash future. That's PlannedParenthood.org slash future. So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada. And, you know, people talk and you're just like, oh, my God, this is annoying. And then you just hit an unsubscribe on a bunch of things you got subscribed to on your email. And you're like, what is happening? And I know you've dealt with yada yada before, like when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding in the deep in fine print or bills that seem to keep going up for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have elsewhere. And yes, it's possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included. You don't take yada yada in life. 
Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada. Stop by one of our over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora Jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. She is the weakest swimmer. <laughs> <laughs> and then the mom of that nice white family that was with us was like, um, we don't hold it against you. Like, we've all been swimming our whole lives. And like, I guess, assuming that I have not. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be like, I'm glad you understand that not all black people swim. <laughs> <laughs> she gets it. <laughs> she gets it. She understands the racial connotations of putting a black person in water. Mm-hmm. Not all of us swim. Not all of us swim. But I do. I swim. I told yeah. you about my earliest memory of a pool. Yeah. Um, I was little. I think I was like four, maybe five. My mom put me and my sister in swimming pretty early. Um, I don't remember my sister being there. But anyway, we were wearing little floaties. And I remember being like, oh, I can't wait to get in this big pool. And then the nice lady teaching us was saying something. I don't know. I don't listen because uh, I didn't come here to learn. I came here to do my own thing. And I remember her saying, don't lean over. And I said, lean over. And I leaned over and I was playing in the water. And I was like, ooh, this is fun. I can't wait to get in. And then I fell in. And then I like looked up and I could see the outside. And I was like, huh, this isn't good. I don't know. This is good. This might be bad. And then she like scooped me out. And I was like, hmm, I think I almost died. But I like the water. And that was my first experience almost dying in water. And I was like, I'm a water baby. I got to get in this all the time. Ooh. Do you think there's because of that experience, you also like the element of almost dying in water? Me? No, because when we went to the beach and I dove into the wave wrong and I <laughs> and I got all sandy <laughs> and twisted and turned around, I didn't like that very much. <laughs> yeah, we went to the, um, what? Which island was that? That was the Seychelles, um, an island I've wanted to go to for years. Oh, and but was, we went to Ladique. Oh, that yes, day. Ladique. And we went to the beach and... Uh, walked into the wa- first we walked into the water in our matching swimsuits <laughs> and just like pranced in there uh-huh. and then we were like oh these waves are kind of rough we should take our sunglasses off so that we pranced out of the water mm-hmm. put our sunglasses away <laughs> pranced back in the water and then a wave was coming towards us and then I turned around because I didn't want the wave to fully knock me over and you <laughs> were gone and then I turned around and you had to sand all on your face all in your hair and you're like how come how come you're still standing? And I was like, I turned around. I, I planted my feet. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you you didn't lean into the wave and just let it take you. you and then I was like, put everyone- your face first into the wave. <laughs> I was like, everyone on this beach probably laughed so hard at two women in matching bathing suits. First prance in, prance out, go back in, and one gets taken. <laughs> just immediately <laughs> taken by a wave. <sighs> it was very funny. And then, yeah, so wait, okay. So on the way to Ladique, we took a, a yacht because we're opulent and that's what you do. Um, it was like pretty choppy on the way in, which was fine. But on the way back, it was less choppy, but still choppy. And then everyone started doing things and rushing and disappearing below deck. And we were like, huh. What's going on? And then one of the guys was like, hey, we have a little problem, but don't worry. 
and there was no land anywhere in sight. And this mm. boat, the motor turned off, and we were just bopping around in the Indian Ocean. Mm. And for like 10 whole minutes, I was like, are we? <laughs> Is this it? Yeah, because it was like storming and dark. And we slowed to a stop. And I was like, that can't be good. <laughs> and then the captain goes under the boat. And they're shouting things at each other. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, you know, at least we, our, cells, our, our cell phone works. <laughs> yeah. And Somehow, you know, our phones did not work in Zimbabwe, but they worked in the middle of the Indian Ocean. I said, <laughs> you make that math make sense. But okay, we have them. Yeah. And I was like, I guess, you know, if the ship goes down, maybe another one will come. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you were getting a little like, oh, but I was like, we're gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. And we were. The water took care of us. <laughs> the, <laughs> the water, water took care of us. Always takes care of us. And yeah, then they fixed we went, it in like 10 minutes and we yeah. did make it back to shore. And we zoom zoomed. Um, and then we went to before that, we went to a safari. I've never been on safari. Uh, They're called game drives. And I looked up why they're called game drives. It's because they used to shoot animal, call it game, and they go on drives to go shoot them. But they kept the spirit of that. But now we don't shoot them. (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean by spirit? Oh, that we're going to go, look, we're hunting for animals. But Uh, hey, 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 we're not shooting. We're not shooting. We're just we're just Mm -mm. here in the background. We're here looking. Um, and then before we went on safari, we did see a giraffe and I almost fell out of a van because I was <laughs> so excited to see the giraffe. Mm-hmm. Um, but on safari, we saw so many giraffes. They're cool. They're very cool. Um, yeah, I guess we were driving into a hotel and that was the first giraffe we had yes. seen. And it was just like in the street. Like it was like <laughs> on the edge of the street. It was really funny because you asked the driver, you're like, do you think I'll see a giraffe? And he's like, there's one right there. And you're like, what? <laughs> and he stopped the car, opened the door. You fell out of the car, like slid off your foot. and But like didn't take a moment to be like, whoopsie. You just like, were like <laughs> and then like hustled over to take a picture. <laughs> I was so excited i just love a giraffe yeah uh and then the driver was like uh you gotta get back in uh they sometimes charge at you and i was like oh oh good to know yeah because it did like take a step towards us but i didn't know that they charge yeah at all apparently the wildlife is okay with humans in cars but once they're on foot they're like oh food this is Mm -hmm. now food they yeah. don't have their fast, their fast animal they, they ride around in. Uh, so I can eat them. That's a snack. Um, yeah. And then on safari, we saw zebras. Yeah. Lots of impala. Impala, hyenas. We watched uh, a bunch of lions eat a zebra. Oh, boy. Yeah. That, was, that was wild. Yeah. We didn't see the kill, but we saw the aftermath. And it was really wild. <laughs> Just yeah. So- and I don't know if you clocked it, but the zebra was smiling because all of its teeth were showing. <laughs> I was like, was this zebra having a nice moment and then was like eaten? <laughs> and like rigor mortis already set in as it was like having good thoughts. It was it was so nuts. Or maybe it was like, this tickles, guys. Stop. <laughs> stop. No. Oh, no. Ah, my leg. <laughs> Ow. Ouchies. Ooh. <laughs> um. It was very cool to see zebra. I didn't know that zebra, their stripes are like that because when they're all together in a herd, it's like it makes people dizzy. Not people. It makes the other animals dizzy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is so wild. But like nature takes care of itself. <laughs> nature does take care of itself. They know what they're doing. What was your favorite animal that we saw? Mm. I did like the hippos. How they like would pop in and out of the yeah. water and go, just, like <laughs> blow their their nostrils, blow the water out of their nostrils, and like we stopped by a pond, river, lake. I don't know. We mm-hmm. were by a body of water, and the hippos were so far far away. But then they went underwater, and then they got so close. Yes, 
And I was like, oh, hi. Hi, guys. And then the driver's <laughs> like, these are the most deadliest animals in the tr- <laughs> out here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wait, what was the name of the game reserve we went to? I call it Campari, but that's liquor. Um, Kapama. Kapama. If you go to Kapama, say hello to Toomey. <laughs> Toomey was our tracker, and we loved him so much. Yeah. Um, my favorite animal... Other than the giraffe, um, and I did like some of the monkeys, although there was monkeys by our room, and they were trying to get my peanuts, and I knew what their plan was, and I was like, you're not getting my nuts, okay? But my favorite animal was the dung beetle. I fucking love a dung beetle. Dung beetles make these giant like circles of shit and then they push them around, and it's so funny. Mm-hmm. There was one that was like, I don't know, he fucked up. He didn't get his shit right. He was moving so fast trying to get his shit somewhere. And then we learned that they roll their shit up to a lady dung beetle, and then if she likes that shit, mates with him. But if she doesn't like that shit, he got to go find somebody else who appreciates this shit, who's like, you know, settling or whatever. And then they have a dung beetle baby. They put it in the shit. And then when it hatches, eats the shit and then go finds a, a whoever. A whoever? Yeah, I don't know. If it's a girl dung, I guess she like chills. And if it's a boy, he gets to work hustling. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta start rolling that dung. Find a mate. <laughs> oh, and then I like the lions. The dung beetles and lions. <laughs> there was a day where you you became a tracker too. And yes. You were like, ooh. Look over there. Ooh, we've been here before. I can tell by the trees. And you spotted a lion. Like, uh-huh. out of nowhere. You're like, what? Is, that seems like something. And they're like, that's a lion. That's and really like, good. Oh, my God. But right before that, I was like, look over there, Sashir. And you're like, what is it? And I was like, oh, a rock. And <laughs> I thought it was something. And it was just a rock. And then after the lion, you were like, a dung beetle. And I was like, wow. <laughs> equally as cool. Yes. She tracks. <laughs> I'm a tracker. But I gotta say, animals, <laughs> chill the fuck out. We had to be up at 6 a.m. to go see them. I Y'all know. can't sleep in just a little? <laughs> that was nuts. Yeah. I think we did four days? I can't remember. But yeah. My last one, I was like, I do not want to get up at 5 a.m. anymore. Me either. That was tough. I think we did the right amount because yeah. we're not morning people. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. you better give me some midday. <laughs> Are there any animals out here midday? <laughs> um, yeah, I had a really nice time. Yeah, me too. It was really fun until we tried to come home. We were in the Seychelles, which is, you know, small, small island. Um, and the beach was really pretty. Um, and the hotel was really nice. Um, but the airport was interesting because nobody seemed to work there that knew anything. And they just put right up on that little monitor that we were no longer leaving at six, but we were leaving at nine. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, is there like any reason? What do we do about our connecting flights? And they're like, here's a meal voucher. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's not what I asked or, or anything I wanted. Yeah. And then we did leave rather quickly, but then we landed and missed our connecting flight by like, I don't know, 20 minutes or. Mm-hmm. Maybe an hour? I don't know. Something like that. It's hard to say because they do military time and we don't. So <laughs> it was tough. Um, and then Kenya Airways, not to shit on them, but they don't care about your happiness. Kenya Airways um, doesn't love you. Kenya Airways, uh, you know, if they saw you sick in a gutter, would probably push you down further into the gutter. Um, Kenya Airways would serve you raw chicken and tell you it's cooked. Kenya. <laughs> Nobody was helpful. <laughs> yeah, it was it was disappointing because we would like we went to the help desk, got no help. And mm-hmm. we were like, can you like put us on an earlier flight so we don't have to leave? Because the next flight was like 11 p.m. the next mm-hmm. day. And we were like, is there anything earlier? And they're like, we'll send an email. And we were mm-hmm. like, well, wh- why can't you call someone? And they're like, that's how we communicate. Send an email. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, come check in an hour. And I checked in an hour and she was like, come back in another hour. 
So I, on on the dot, came back and she was like, she actually stepped away from the desk. And I was like, what? And then she was like, come back at 5 a.m. And I was like, what? The help desk is just closed for the night? And y'all sent an email? Mm-hmm. And, and how do you know they're refreshing at the rebooking center? Also, I had called customer service and they put me on hold for a solid 10 minutes. And we played a game that was like, is she going to come back or am I going to hang up? And I hung up. She won. And that's fine. Sometimes we all need to be winners. And <laughs> she won this one. Sometimes we got to be losers. And I took the L. But I went down to the help desk to see if there was anybody there. And somebody had draped pants and a red uh, blazer over the the chair mm-hmm. like somebody was there. And I was like, wait, is that? No. Why would they do that? That was it was the meanest trick I'd ever did see. It was mm-hmm. as if they were like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> You were hopeful that someone was here and there's nobody here because we hate you. We're Kenyan Airways. <laughs> so at 5 a.m., they were like, okay, so you are on that 11 p.m. flight. And I was like, but in those hours, we could have gotten on a different one. And they said, ha, 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 that's what you think. And then, <laughs> and then I was like, well, can we at least have a hotel? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, you weren't going to give it to me unless I asked for it, mm-hmm. which, again, rude. So then we went to another desk or back to that desk that sent us to another desk that sent us to another desk Mm -hmm. where we saw a cartoon character of a man with a stethoscope (laughs) and a T-shirt that said fire department. He looked you were like, he looks like an extra that got too many costume items. Yeah. (laughs) And he kept like talking to the person behind the desk being like, I need to find my luggage. It has all my medical supplies in there. And I was like, what? Sally's cancer treatment is in in your checked baggage? All my medical supplies are in there. I need it because I'm a doctor. See? See? I have a stethoscope. That made me laugh. And then they were like, all right, you can go get in the van to go to the hotel. It's a white van. And you looked outside and you were like, there's a hundred white vans out there. And it was tempered glass, so I had a hard time looking. I was like, is there? And you were like, yes. And then the man was like, the first white van. Like, we were dumb. And then we went outside. And to your credit, Sashir, there was 10 million white vans. Yeah. There was 10 million white vans. And none of them said Kenyan Airways. The one that we had to get in said Holiday Car. And that has nothing to do with Kenyan Airways. (laughs) And then a man from the airport who had helped us earlier, like, find the hotel desk, uh, was like walking with us and he was mm-hmm. like oh well I'll help you find your car and we were like okay and then he like walked us away from the cars uh-huh. and started like lowering his voice yeah. and was like you look so I helped you guys like I'm gonna help you find the car but like could you give me a little so we under- now understand after the fact that he was asking for Rand but Nicole which is a ranch. currency <laughs> And I, yeah, I heard ranch and I was like, you want ranch? Also, he was a cop and we didn't realize he was a cop because they dress differently over there. And I, I just, I was so like, bleary eyed and couldn't put things together. And I was like, I don't have any ranch. And he was like, little ranch. And I was like, no, I don't have a little ranch. And if I was bringing ranch, it would be more than just a little ranch. And I'm not going to go get ranch because I don't want, I need to go to the hotel and he seemed confused by my, indig- my indignation about not getting him ranch. And then he was like, okay, all right, all right. I was like, yeah. And so she was like, I'm going to go find the car. And I was like, and I'm not giving you ranch. <laughs> then he got in the car. And the driver was like, Kenyan police are the most corrupt in the world. And I was like, huh, interesting. And as we sat there waiting, I was like, oh, do you think he was asking for ranch? <laughs> And not ranch dressing. Which is also funny because I also didn't question it. I was just like, this is a ridiculous conversation. I'm walking away. I need to find the driver. I have no I don't know why this man's asking for ranch right now. And then he must have been so confused. He was like, why are they why are they talking about what maybe he didn't even know what ranch dressing was? He was he was like, what? Yeah, or he was just like they can't they can't they must be mispronouncing it or like they can't be talking about ranch or <laughs> maybe he just was like they know i'm talking about money but don't want to give it to me and which is also true but i'm glad yeah. that we what we thought 
<laughs> and then when we got in the car, I was like, that's so weird that he wanted ranch. If I was bringing ranch overseas, I'm giving it to my family, not a random man. <laughs> and before we figured out it was ranch. Like, I was, like, having a serious conversation about how I would not give up my ranch because that's for my family. And then I was like, also, it would be in my checked bags. It's over 3.4 ounces. <laughs> he thinks I just have ranch on me? <laughs> it's like, oh, maybe I could have packets, but those explode. Like, I'm not packing packets of ranch. What's wrong with you? And then, <laughs> and then I was like, maybe we're getting taken. But then I was like, wait, Sashir, there's a Kenyan Airways sticker. I think this is legit. And you were like, you think this is legit because of a sticker? <laughs> I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> Anyone can just get a sticker and put it in their car. You're right. But it ended up being okay because he took a flight attendant somewhere. And we we're like, all right, this feels a little bit more legit. Yeah. Whew-wee. That was wild. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the Waterproof Eyebrow Liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little, like, finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash best friends. For 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's a woman who like, she, she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. That was wild. And then we got to the hotel and I think, I feel like, I don't know when we got COVID, but mm -hmm. I feel like the symptoms started the minute we laid down in bed because <laughs> we were both coughing. Yes. And I was like, is it the air ducts? Is it like the yeah. AC or something? And then, you know, we were just getting sicker by the hour <laughs> <laughs> on our way back home, on uh -huh. the plane, on the next plane, in the mm -hmm. lounge. It was getting sicker and sicker. And then we both got home, took a test. COVID. Yeah. And I thought it was just a cold. Same. I really, I thought it, because the air was gross in the hotel and it felt very dusty. And I was like, oh. And I have very sensitive sinuses. Oh, she's um, so sensitive. They're so sensitive and really cute. <laughs> um, and I was feeling the way I feel in a dusty house. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, it's dust. And then I got home and I was like, well, I do have to go pick up my dog and stuff. So let me just take a test to be to be sure. And then that test was negative. And then my eyes started hurting. And then I was coughing even more. And then I was like, I didn't enjoy my Burger King as much as I thought I would. So I took 
something's off. I didn't enjoy my Burger King as much as I thought I would. My Whopper wasn't whopping. So I <laughs> took another test. It was positive. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. But I will say, I'm glad we got African COVID and not like dumb American COVID. <laughs> yeah. Ours is international and exotic. <laughs> yes. We imported it. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, boy. But I had such a lovely time. It was really nice to spend um, uninterrupted hours and hours and hours with you, which sounds sarcastic, but you're one of the few people I can just spend hours with. This is true. I agree. Yeah. I feel like two weeks is a long time to spend with one other person, Mm -hmm. but you are... The only person I can think I, I could do that with, I can't. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to think of other people who I can do that with. And it was really nice in the Seychelles. I was like, I will wake up and go to breakfast with you tomorrow because I didn't go to breakfast with you the, the day before. And you very gently opened a curtain and went, Nicole, you have to go to breakfast. And I was like, <laughs> but I really liked how gentle you were with it. Um. Also, I'm like a ridiculous person sometimes. I couldn't figure out the light situation Hmm. in one of our rooms. And I sat at the edge of the bed, covered my face and went, oh, I need help. (laughs) And I feel like anybody else would be so annoyed with me. But you turn on the light and you helped me. (laughs) It was funny because it was already dark. And I just saw your silhouette <laughs> and I just saw you like put your face to the heavens and cover your face. And you go, oh, I need help. <laughs> I was like, did you want the light on? You're like, yeah. <laughs> and then I just pushed the switch that was next to my bed. <laughs> I don't know why I couldn't figure out those lamps. It was kind of the whole trip. I was having trouble. Yeah. Any corded light (laughs) situation you had a real problem with i'm not used to it i have light switches Hmm. they're Hmm. in the wall (laughs) (laughs) yeah well sometimes the the light you know the switch is on the cord yeah and that's tough for me yeah i understand thank you (laughs) thank you so much yeah um I decided that I needed to get hiking boots just in case another uh, another thing arises where I have to be in dirt. Because mm-hmm. uh, for some of the some of the game drives, we like got out of the van or the the little I don't know what's it called truck the topless truck. Yeah, sometimes we get out of that slutty truck. And be like in the mud. And I was like, I need boots for this. And I found the most incredible boots. Mm-hmm. But they're sold out. <laughs> and I sent them an email <laughs> asking for when they'd be restocked. And they said that they're not getting restocked. Like ever again? That's what they said. And I said, this is one of the saddest things that I've ever experienced. (laughs) And they haven't responded to that. Hmm. Um, But (laughs) maybe they'll respond to this podcast. (laughs) Okay, so it's a company called Gateline. G-A-I-T-L-I-N-E, spelled the way it said. And the, it's a Kikut, a K-I-K-U-T-T-R-X leopard slash champagne boot. They're on sale. The reviews are in. There's 24 of them. People love them. It is 4.8 stars. These are the boots I need. And they're fully fucking leopard print. And they seem to have good traction. And I think they would be sustained with the elements. And they're waterproof. And I want them. They're on sale. They're $143.40. Odd. The 40 cents, I feel. But that's okay. (laughs) That's fine. I'll pay you 40 cents. And they said that they're not coming back. And I love them. Yeah. So, Gateline, if you want to make an orphan happy, bring back those shoes, please. (laughs) Help the orphans. 
Bring Please back the shoes. Bring back the shoes. And I can't find them on eBay. I can't find them anywhere. Mm. Okay. <sighs> I'm sorry. It's okay. Thank you for being sorry. That makes me feel good that you're sorry. That sounds weird. <laughs> that makes me feel good that you're that sorry. That makes me feel so good that you're sorry. I mean, I didn't do it. You didn't. It's not your fault. Although you blame me for a lot of stuff on the trip. <laughs> well, you kept doing stuff. I was not doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. when, when we were staying at the safari camp, uh, there was a automatic light outside the door, and it would ideally go off when you walked away from the building so that it didn't attract bugs. And then when you mm-hmm. approached the building, it would turn on so you can open the door. And ours just stayed on. And I was like, oh, no, what happened? And you were like, I don't know. You did something. <laughs> I was like, I didn't do anything. You, you, you must have you did something. <laughs> well, you were in charge of the keys, so you must have did something. I don't know what, but you were the last one to touch it. I didn't do nothing. And then we get to the door, and it's covered in bugs. Every kind of bug in the world was on the door, and they were big and ugly. And uh-huh. I kept trying to kick the door to, like, shake the door to get the bugs to, like, fly away and get away from it so they wouldn't go in with us. It's imprinted in my memory forever. You were banging on the door and hitting the door with your fist and literally <laughs> kicking the door. And you're wearing this, like, striped outfit, this, like, striped two-piece ensemble. And you look like a nice, normal woman. And you're kicking a door. And you're like, get out of here! Get out of here! And I couldn't stop laughing. And then at one point, you started squatting as you were, like, hitting the door. And I was like, she's going somewhere. And then you turn around. And you take one arm. And you, like, wave at me. And you go, you gotta get close to me! And I was like, wait, what? I understood what you meant. I was like, get close so the bugs wouldn't fall like the door wouldn't be open for very long but it was like we were fucking tomb raider or like raiders of the lost ark going on like an adventure and you were screaming and i was like what did people think you're screaming you gotta get close to me i'm doubled over laughing i couldn't stop laughing and the light is on there's a spotlight on you (laughs) and then once we get inside there was a spider in the bed with us. Mm-hmm. And thank God, again, I was having issues with the light. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so you had to turn on the light. And then it was like, oh, no, there's a spider. And then we knocked it on the floor. And then I was spraying him with bug spray. And we were both screaming. And then you lifted a magazine over your head. And you were again in your half squat going, ah! <laughs> and then you slowly lowered the magazine on this. <laughs> Spider in a way that was so primal, <laughs> but also slow. It was slow and primal. And again, could not stop laughing. It was very funny. I just wanted to like use all my power, like use all the strength that I had. And so I guess going slow was summoning every <laughs> piece of energy I had in my body to smash it because I didn't want to hit it and then it's still alive. Mm-hmm. But you killed it good. I killed it good. We were safe, and no more bugs got in the bed with us. Mm-hmm. They oh were scared after that. It was very scary. And then you were like, "Gotta close my suitcase at all times." And I was like, "I can't. I have to." I packed like I was gonna shit my pants every <laughs> single day. I had so much underwear. I had every sock I've ever owned. <laughs> um, I packed like twenty outfits. I did not wear all of them. Yeah. And then I wore clothes the way I normally do on a trip because I usually only have a carry-on and I'll wear things over and over till they're like slightly stinky and then put them in a bag. Um, and that's what I kept doing. And then I was like, but I have so much. Yeah, It, it was tough. It was very well, it was tough. hard because we needed fancy outfits for the train. You're we right. We needed hot outfits. Part of it was rainy, so we needed like, mm-hmm. like things that were like a little bit warmer. It was hard to know how to pack. But everywhere we went, people were like, are you guys going to be here for a month? Because we had like five bags between Uh both of us. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And they were heavy and everyone made sure to tell me how heavy they were. Yes, everyone. I was like, okay, you don't have to comment on it. (laughs) Um, And then on the flight back, this man on Air France, I was like, is G over here? And he was like, and he looked at my ticket and looked at me and went, you have a long journey home. And I said, sure do. 
is G over here? And he was like, two long flights. And I was like, what's happening? I did. He think I was like an hour, an hour and I'm home. Hmm. It was so strange. Yeah. People kept telling me long flights. And then I packed too much. And I was like, leave me alone. (laughs) Um, Or when we were like in the airport for hours waiting to get a response from Kenya Airways, people would be like, you were here for a long time. And we were like, yes, we know. We would like to leave. <laughs> we don't we, want to be here We would like to go home. It's like, we've been here longer than you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, okay, here's a, I have a bone to pick with the Kenyan airport and the France airport, the Paris airport. How come I have to go through security again after I get off a fucking plane? I have all plane stuff because they let me on the plane. So how do you think in the sky I, I accumulated more <laughs> liquids or more electronics <laughs> or things you're not going to let me on this plane with? Mm, maybe uh, a, you encountered a bird that brought mm. you something. Mm. Mm-hmm. A little birdie. A little birdie done brought me a bomb. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but Sashir was caught with water and then, <laughs> and then chugged it. <laughs> And I was like, you don't have to. <laughs> and I was like, I'm checking the whole thing. You don't have to. Um, but I will say, I think this trip was a success. Yes. It was um, a lot of logistical, logistical issues. Yes. But, but very fun. It was fun. And we went to five countries. Yeah. We did so Or much. four. Four countries. South yeah. Africa, no, five, because we spent the night in Kenya. I'm <laughs> counting it, claiming that, claiming that hotel as an experience in a country. <laughs> it was quite an experience. I mean, I feel like uh, I don't like having COVID, but I do like having a reason to like sit the hell down. Because <laughs> we've been moving for yes. the last two weeks. We really have. Um, I feel like my butt has gotten a little firmer because I've been Ooh. carrying my heavy backpack, oh. um, which is like kind of cool. Oh, we did make international friends, but they're moving to Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, yeah. They were, they're moving from Brussels to Cincinnati. <laughs> this is really funny. <laughs> yeah. I had a nice time. Yeah, me too. Should we answer a question? Just one? Do we have time? Yeah, let's do one question. Well, we haven't answered a question in a while, and I'm full of answers. <laughs> Hello. Hi, uh, Nicole, Sashir, uh, Kimmy, Jordan, Julie, everyone on Team Best Friends. Uh, yeah, my name is Brady. I actually called a little bit ago asking about uh, getting straight guy friends to open up more emotionally. Uh, that was appreciated that you answered it. I've actually gotten better with them about that. Now I have a question about a straight lady friend. I contain multitudes. Anyways, so I have a super close friend from college who currently lives in Amsterdam with her husband. So clearly we don't get to see each other in person all that much. But last month, she was in Mexico for a wedding, and I was able to take a few days to visit her in Mexico City, which was super fun. I was there with her and her husband, great time, and she announced that she was pregnant. Now, she's actually the first of my, like, real friends that I hang out with to be pregnant, have a child, and, you know, that's for a myriad of reasons. A lot of my friends are, like, working in nerdier professions and are also just, like, very career-focused people. But, yeah, first friend having a child, and it's not on accident. As I start to transition into that phase, especially as someone who does not have any plans to have kids myself, what's, what's your advice on dealing with that first friend who has children, especially if it's someone who doesn't live right near you, but as someone who may be moving back towards where you are slash is someone you have that special in your life. Anyways, love the podcast. Uh, yeah, take care, y'all. What you got, Sashir? 
Um, well, I feel like we've had many questions like this of like the transition of now one of my close friends is a parent. And I think what what we've heard from other parents is like, don't forget that they do want to still hang out. So um, I think just like keep treating them like your friend. Like if you want, like keep inviting them to things, keep trying to hang. Um, and they hopefully will be honest about what they can and can't do. And, you know, there'll be a time where it's like, oh, actually I can't go out because I have to be home <laughs> with my mm-hmm. child. Or like, you know, the hangs might be different because I don't know what your hangs used to be. But if it was like, if it was like bar hopping, probably can't do that anymore. But maybe you can switch to a different type of like maybe movie nights or mm-hmm. making dinner together or something like that. But um, you can just like ask questions too and be like, hey, I want to keep hanging out with you. But I understand like your body's going to be going through changes and your time is going to be going through a lot of changes. So like what feels good to you? Because I want to maintain this connection that we have. Yeah, I think that's nice. And then the friend also lives in Amsterdam. So I think, right? That's what our caller said, that their friend lives in Amsterdam. But did so, they yeah, say I they're think... moving back to oh, where they live or something? I see, I see. Okay. Um, so scratch that. Doesn't matter about Amsterdam. Uh, the only thing about Amsterdam that matters is KLM is a wonderful <laughs> airline that I believe is based in Amsterdam. It's the Dutch Airways, and they give you little houses full of booze, and they're great. Anyway, um, I think Sashir's right. I think keep the lines of communication open and ask what they're, like, willing to do. But, like, don't don't turn your back on your friend. Don't let the sun go down on your friend. Don't close the door on your friend. Don't put the book away on a shelf on your friend because there's still a person who wants to hang out with you. You just have to adjust a little bit. Mm-hmm. And now you have like a little person to give cool stuff to. Yeah. Whenever you're out and about and you're like, oh my God, this is a cute toy. You ha- like, There's like now a person to give that to. Mm-hmm clothes too mm-hmm. now you have a an excuse to go in the children's place <laughs> in the children's place <laughs> i think that's a store that still exists oh yeah i think i have i've never i never need to go to the children's place <laughs> me either but now but now they have a reason to go right up into the children's place is Remember it called store? the children's place <laughs> it, that sounds absurd i'm a hundred percent i think there was i do think you're right but now i've never heard anyone say it out loud and i'm like why is it called the children's place because that's where they can go for their clothes <laughs> there's no big clothes there this is your place for little things <laughs> This is your the children's place. place. <laughs> the children's place. I don't know why that bothers me so much. The children's place. Yes, Sashir. What are you mad that there's no adult place? Wait, my favorite thing about Africa is instead of Old Navy, they had Old Khaki. <laughs> oh, yes, that was very funny. <laughs> old Khaki. Old Khaki. But yeah, the children's place. Maybe because it sounds like the upside down to me. Oh. The children's place. And then also like it's like, like hell for kids or like, like the, the bad place for kids. But Why? it's just, what? It's a good place because there's other children there, Sashir. It's just, I just don't understand why it's called <laughs> a children's place. <laughs> it's like, you don't want to go to the children's place. You better be a good little boy or else you're going to get sent to the children's you place. you such a good little boy. Do you want to go to the children's place? Mm. Yeah. I okay. think it just really depends on your tone because it could be the children's place. I'm like, that's scary. But like, that's how it's coming out for me. Yeah. Oh, I'm really sorry. Did were you taken to the children's place one time? Um. Well. Uh, <laughs> what did they one, do to you at the children's place? One year? time I went to the mall. And, oh no. Uh, the mall. And then some some little troll came out of nowhere. Oh no. And he's like, do you want to go to the children's place? And I thought I thought it was a fun place. <laughs> Well, Sashir, that's on you. That's your fault. You never follow a troll to a second location. You're victim blaming. (laughs) I'm a victim blame you again. I told you we were landing at 1 p.m. And you said out loud with your full fucking chest, I wish we were landing later. And you know what happened? We landed a whole day later. You did that. (laughs) You're powerful in a way that you don't understand. (laughs) 
I didn't I didn't I didn't know that that was going to happen. I didn't you want did to be that. like that. You did that. You 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 humbugged our ride home. No. I won't put that on you. That's not nice. But it was Thank your you. fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're home. Now we're home. And you know what else is home? This podcast. And if you have a question that you would like answered, Nicole and Sashir at gmail.com. There's also a number 424-645-7003. We also have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. To put in your home. We also have transcripts for our new episodes. Check them out on our show page. Lastly, while you're in your home, don't forget Mm. to rate, review, and subscribe. That is the easiest way to support this show. From your home, (laughs) we're home. (laughs) Ding dong, we're home. Ding dong, open the door, we're home. Bye, (laughs) Sashir. Bye, Nicole. Travel is great, but planning for travel can be time-consuming and difficult. That's where One Travel comes in. With One Travel, you'll find everything you need to book the perfect trip. Flights, hotels, cars, transportation, it's all right there. With One Travel, you can book online, via app, or even pick up the phone and talk to a travel advisor ready to help you make your selections. Visit onetravel.com/music or call 855-437-2154. Plan it, book it, live it. One Travel. The most exciting part of a vacation stay at a home rental? Easy. It's being greeted upon arrival with a rusted lockbox affixed to the underside of a stranger's condo. Yeah, you simply twist knobs, click gears, jiggle it, and then rip it off its moorings, and voila! Your prize is a key to a questionable home rental and maybe tetanus. When you just want to get your vacation started by actually getting into your room, it matters where you stay. At Hilton, we deliver your key right to your phone on the Hilton Honors app. Hilton for the stay.